0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to JK, We're Mature, the podcast where we talk about things that we care about and that we think that you care about. Today, we are going to be talking about one of the most important questions plaguing the nation. What is the cultural significance of Crash Bandicoot? I'd like to preface this by saying that in this episode, I will be posing all my opinions as fact, and Kay will... I don't know what she'll do. This is mostly my episode.
1: <laughs> okay, here we go.
0: <laughs> so, first, a little background. Crash Bandicoot was an original PlayStation game made by Naughty Dog, who is mostly well-known for games like Crash Bandicoot, Uncharted, uh, The Last of Us, all that stuff. Yeah. And to be fair, I've actually never played Crash Bandicoot. I'm just an avid fan. Hey, have you played Crash Bandicoot?
1: Yes, I have played all, I think all of them, or all the ones that I know of, because we had like a PlayStation 2 when I was younger, and me and my brother crushed it. So, yep, I think I have a very personal connection to Crash Bandicoot.
0: It's, it's kind of bizarre. I don't know why I'm leading this episode, because I haven't even beat the first level, which is a mini game in Uncharted 4.
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure either, but here we are. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I just, like, I just like the concept of a little creature running through the forest, eating fruits. Yeah. That's just, I think that's what we were made for, you know?
1: Oh, we're going back to our, our roots. That's what you like about it.
0: Yeah, it's anthropological.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely, it's an important topic that it brings up and a question that Crash Bandicoot uh, allows us to explore in a safe space.
0: It's also worth pointing out the uh, this influence that the game had on uh, Hollywood. Right, see, yes. Um, after Crash Bandicoot came out, uh, Steven Spielberg was inspired to add the boulder scene in Indiana Jones, which came out in 1980. Right. Um Steven Spielberg actually said in a quote Did Steven Spielberg even make Indiana Jones? <laughs> I don't think so. It was George Jordan... Lucas, right?
1: Yeah, um
0: who... <laughs> Okay, now I got to check.
1: I'm going. I got it. Uh Steven Spielberg, you're right. George okay, Lucas, yeah. both of them.
0: Yeah. So Damn. in an interview with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, they said We wanted Harrison to emulate Crash for this scene. We wanted him to imagine that the Golden Idol was one of those little fruits. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. And he had to run and escape the boulder, just like Crash would. And we had to reshoot the scene several times because Harrison Ford just couldn't get into the mindset of a tiny little PlayStation 1 creature.
1: Yeah, I I very vividly remember that... um... I guess they would call it a level, a level. It was part of the bigger game and they had different sections. But it it's a stressful um, experience having to run away from that boulder, especially because I remember you're running towards the camera, which yeah. gives it an, uh, an extra level of difficulty. And I can definitely see how that came through in Indiana Jones and in some of the, can- the camera angles.
0: And you know what? Um, actually, Indiana Jones was not only inspired by Crash Bandicoot. Uh, he was also inspired by a different Naughty Dog game, um, Uncharted. Everyone knows that Indiana Jones is based loosely on Nathan Drake, the character. Uh, what you might not notice is that Nathan Drake is actually an anagram. I don't know what it means, but I'm sure it has something to do with Crash Bandicoot.
1: Right. I, I've i never played, Um, I forget the game's
0: name. Uncharted?
1: Yes, I've never played Uncharted, personally so. You might have to explain a bit more to me how Crash Bandicoot really influenced, fuck, how Uncharted really influenced, along with Crash Bandicoot, um, Indiana Jones. So can you go into more detail for that?
0: In Uncharted, you play the charismatic Nathan Drake. Um, He's a treasure hunter, he's a rogue, he's a thief, technically. Uh, And he travels the world, going on adventures, finding treasure, losing treasure, fighting armies, all that stuff. Are you starting to see the similarities to uh yeah, Indiana Jones? There's,
1: there's certainly a lot of the same themes i'm I'm hearing
0: but did you know that Nathan Drake was influenced by Crash bandicoot? Wow Crash Bandicoot was the first ever uh globe trotting treasure hunter
1: yeah, I remember they also brought in eventually his sister, which really um it reminds me of uh Indiana Jones and how he had. He had multiple like girls he picked up to help him, right? Or he had.
0: One. I I I don't know if I would say help, more like exploit.
1: I okay, know. I was like sidebar though. Can, did he did he have multiple women in the movies, or did he have just yeah. like, the one?
0: Okay. Yeah. he had multiple women.
1: Okay, so um, I'll continue with that. <laughs> that's what I, that's the point I was going for.
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. He had multiple women, which uh another sidebar. Uh. Have you seen all the Indiana Jones movies?
1: Um, not all of them. I think the later ones, I just became very disappointed in their lack of inspiration from Crash Bandicoot, especially the first couple I thought were uh, beautiful. You could see the references very clearly. You could see the inspiration taken. Um, and so I found them very interesting and very entertaining. But when it got later, I, I really became disillusioned with it.
0: I would I would certainly agree. I mean, Crystal Skull, what the hell? There wasn't a Crystal Skull in Crash Bandicoot. Was there? Yeah.
1: No, not that I remember. <sighs> um, but I could see, especially in um, Indiana Jones, the direct references to how Crash Bandicoot, eventually his sister joined him in the games and you could play as her. And I think having the reference to Indiana Jones having multiple women who joined him throughout the, the movies, was it was a very nice, like subtle nod. It wasn't directly, um, directly influenced, I think. No, oh, that's not right. Um, it wasn't directly. You weren't able to see it um, clearly. You did have to do like a little bit of digging to be like, ah, oh, is this is this what he's trying to do? But I think it's definitely what um, Steven Spielberg was trying to do.
0: Another good parallel between the two is the fact that um, both Crash Bandicoot and Indiana Jones, at one point or another, got into scuffles with uh, Nazi Germany. Now the official files say that Hitler actually committed suicide but anyone who was in Berlin on that day will tell you that Crash Bandicoot used a spin attack and chopped his head off.
1: Yeah, I, I have heard that. It's been very well hidden, I think, especially by the governments, but I found that if you go into a couple forums, especially on Reddit, really deep in, you'll see that, and it's it's fascinating, really.
0: And in an interview with uh, Playboy magazine, Crash Bandicoot himself said that he doesn't regret any of the blood he has on his hands.
1: I I think that that makes a lot of sense. I've genuinely seen Crash Bandicoot in my life um, as really that that good that good guy who just happens to do bad, and so he's he's hated by the world. But if you really take a look at his character, you can see. He's trying to do good in the best way that he can. I think it's very reminiscent um, to me of the Punisher in Marvel comics. Very, he yeah. knows he, he's not doing the greatest um, actions, but he's, he has a good pure idea.
0: He, the Crash Bandicoot um, as a character is interesting because he was one of the first modern anti-heroes. Right. Um, since the Pulp serials in the 1930s. Um, There was never really any anti-hero. Like, even you could argue someone like Batman was dark. But he was always a good guy, you know? Crash really pushes the boundary of what's considered good, or do the ends justify the means?
1: Yeah, he really really makes you question um, your own views, and I think we can take that into a lot of today's media.
0: Yeah. How far are you willing to go to get that metaphorical fruit
1: Yes. Um, I think we should also talk about the villains in Crash Bandicoot and the way they've very, like, as well, shaped um, media and cultural uh, ideas. So, the one I most vividly remember is called Dr. Neocortex. Um, so, again, uh, Dr. Neocortex, very well known to me. He's gen- generally the, the final boss from the ones I have played. Um, he's He's an interesting character. Um, it says that he created Crash Bandicoot, which really brings to light a lot of the similarities in superhero movies where um, a lot of villains, they've created their own the um, superheroes, right? That they, good must rise up to meet evil. That whole idea, it's very, you can see where it came from very clearly.
0: You know, it's funny you say that because just now have I drawn... connection to mary shelley's frankenstein absolutely dr neocortex like dr victor frankenstein created an entity which in the end becomes the bane of his own existence yeah which i think says a lot about society
1: yeah i think we can see mary shelley brilliant writer but i think you can see she definitely pulled some ideas from crash bandicoot honestly Mm-hmm. And I don't falter for that. It's a wonderful story. Oh, of course. Uh, but going for, again, Cortex's history, uh, youngest son in a family of uh, circus clowns. So, you know, you have that that lighthearted spirit coming from him, and you can see how he went wrong. He loved the spotlight, um, and he just wanted to, like, make people laugh. That's all he wanted to do at first. Um, and then the end tattooed on his forehead. He, I guess he was a nerd, and then he really... You really uh
0: leaned into god. the personality?
1: Yeah. So I guess um he was tattooed by uh some evil circus performers. So you can see how it started to twist him and how society, especially reminiscent of Joker, right? How
0: Oh my god, society... that's where Todd Phillips took yeah. his inspiration for Joker.
1: It's Absolutely. The connections to everything, especially the things we're seeing today, is absolutely insane. Honestly, I think they were very much pushing the boundaries of um, collections, especially with Mario and his... He, he goes a little basic with the coins, right? So I think pushing those the expectations again from society to do coins or something simple, but decided to create a whole new fruit. It really, again, just showing how much the creators cared and how much they wanted to really put all their love and effort into this
0: Furthermore, um, you can see the cultural influence of Crash Bandicoot in children's television programs such as uh, Johnny Test, which was on, uh, I believe, Cartoon Network or Teletoon uh, if you're in Canada. Um, Johnny Test is a kid, and his parents are no, his sisters are super smart, and they have a lab, and they you know test him and stuff. Yeah. On all their different things, but one of his favorite video games is a game that's name I forget, but it's basically Crash Bandicoot. And, uh...
1: You should just say it's Crash Bandicoot.
0: His favorite video game is Crash Bandicoot, but it's called something different. (laughs) And there's one episode where they actually bring Crash Bandicoot into into the real world. And he destroys the entire city and holds Johnny Test's parents at gunpoint because this is actually a corrupted version of Crash Bandicoot. You see, crash would never harm innocent civilians.
1: Absolutely not. Uh, I mean, there is, is I will admit, some uh, discussion around the spin move towards the animals in the video games. Um, And I will...
0: PETA has put a couple uh, articles out about that.
1: Yeah. So um, I will give it, it... There has been a little bit of controversy, but Overall, I think um, it's been taken a little bit too seriously. I, I think Crash Bandicoot being the, the, the bad guy doing good has really, they haven't recognized it and unable to see that obviously the animals, they must be doing something evil. Like, they, There's got to be some underlying plot with the villains. You can see when their eyes are glowing, It really, I think it shows that they're missing the true point of, of the, the, the games.
0: Yes. I'm I I every day I become increasingly f- afraid that the liberals are going to uh, cancel Crash Bandicoot. Right. Um and that's just another reason cancel culture is toxic. But all in all Crash is a good character with you... good motivations. I think when it comes down to it the importance of Crash is that it entertained generations of children on the premise of exploration developing your vestibular senses through means of spinning running away from stuff into the tv and eating your fruits and vegetables
1: yeah i mean i personally know um my parents decided to give me and my brother the game to teach me um expressions and your emotions because Crash Bandicoot, he's just so expressive. And again, I think that's developers deciding that they wanted to really create a cultural significance and a cultural revolution around this and to teach young players that it is okay to express and express loudly. And it's generally just a beautiful game.
0: Frankly, so uh, Crash Bandicoot helped me understand uh, Immanuel Kant's moral philosophy. More specifically, his principle on universalizability, uh, which is the idea that you should live according to how you think everyone should live. And I never really understood that until I watched Crash Bandicoot and how he interacted with the world in a bold, confident, compassionate way. And then I understood.
1: Yeah, especially knowing that um, he was created by the person he he's now facing up against really it's finding that moral code inside of yourself and choosing to do right by it instead of right by society and really allowing yourself to well you take on some of society's expectations to know what to reject
0: your past doesn't define you
1: Absolutely, your future does you're correct
0: you just keep running towards the camera and eventually you'll level up Thank you. This has been Jack and Kay for JK. We're Mature. Um, clearly, we're not mature.
1: <laughs> Nobody sue us. This isn't fact. Nobody do a report and use this us as a... As
0: None a... of us have money. Uh, <laughs> neither of us have money. We're not affiliated with Lucasfilms, Steven Spielberg, Naughty Dog, Johnny Test, Cartoon Network, Teletoon. Uh,
1: Anything else we have talked Germany. about. Germany.
0: <laughs> Mary Shelley or her estate, Frankenstein or any of its retellings, uh, Batman, DC Comics, uh, the United uh, States government,
1: Area Soviet 51, Russia. You know, like yeah, we're not affiliated with any of those.
0: Um, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Wow.